friends. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. This is a Fort Worth, Texas podcast about our community's creators. If this is your first time joining us, you can find Fort Worth Roots on all the podcast players, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find us there or on our website, fortworthroots.com. On social media for everything, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, it's Fort Worth Roots. Quick shout out to our friends at Squad STX Boys Camping. Read off their mission statement real quick. A Squad STX is an overnight primitive camping, hiking, orienteering, and laser tag course for boys designed by U.S. Army infantry officers as an alternative to Boy Scouts. You can check out all their information by going to squadstx.com. We're closing in pretty quickly on this event that I've been talking about for a very long time. I hope it's on your calendars. I don't need you to come out and stay all day, but just come and check this thing out. River Oak Spring Fest Car Show going on from 10 to 4, April 30th. Uh, that's a Saturday. The weather's going to be perfect, and it's a free event. 6200 Sand Springs Road, Fort Worth, Texas, 76114. Lots of activities, pop-up market, vendors, games and events, and the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile is going to be there. And we're going to be there. Fort Worth Roots will be there taking pictures with people, talking podcasts and other things. So stop by and check it out. Uh, Our guest today is an artist herself and an art educator. And today we get into a lot of different stuff, arranged marriages in India and how that works, murals that our guest has made here around uh, Fort Worth, her bold decision to chase her passion and work solely on her art, and uh, the possibility that Earth might be a habitat for aliens and we're just one big zoo. Uh, I'll have all her information in the show notes, like her link tree and her email. You can find her on Facebook at kiki.artful. That's it, at kiki.artful on Facebook. Please give it up for our guest today. She simply goes by Kiki. Thank y'all for being here. Let's start the show. And this episode is going to start with Morgan because... We uh we try to get her to co-host as often as possible, but she's a little shy, and I'm I'm the Gabby squirrel chaser. So well, and I mean I will join in on episodes that I think are personally interesting or something that I feel like I could I don't know contribute to the conversation. A lot of them I'm like I, I don't I don't know what that's going to be about. I don't. So how long have you been in Texas? Uh, probably nine years. Okay. Yeah, nine years here in Fort Worth. Fort Worth, yep, all yeah. nine years in Fort Worth, originally from India, so I got married and moved here, and I've been loving Texas. Because oh, wow, so you you fresh to the United States. Oh, yes. Here in Fort Worth first. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, because I feel That's Fort Worth uh, weather and the place I'm from India, it's all the same, so I didn't feel like I moved to a different place or a different country. Yeah. It was just the same. Now, what part of India are you from? I'm from Chennai, the southern part of India. It's like a coastal I'm trying to remember, we have listeners in India. Uh huh. That's and, awesome. And uh, that I think that's one of the names that has popped up. I, it's hard for my uh, ignorant brain to to remember some of these foreign uh, names of cities, mm-hmm. but I think that might be one of them. Now we had a guest on. We've had her on twice. Neetu Rishi, she's an author, and I think she's from Delhi. Is that right? Yeah, Delhi is like north of uh, India, so yeah. it's the capital of India. Yeah, I'm starting to learn India oh, a little bit. <laughs> Do you like Indian food, Andrew? Oh, yeah, okay. absolutely. What is your favorite Indian food? 
Um, I mean, it's it's all like heavy curry based, right? There's there's a lot of curry involved with most mm, dishes. Yeah, most, dishes. but it's not necessarily that it's only curry. Like if sure, you, yeah. yeah, if you like dry food and stuff, there is like good fried uh, samosas. That's mm-hmm. like um, yummy. Like it's like a triangular shape. It it's fried and you have also kinds of like stuffed inside it, it's yummy now i'll be completely honest with you we don't eat indian food hardly ever but any chance i get to eat mediterranean or indian or anything like that mm-hmm. i'm in i okay. love uh different kinds of flavors that you only get through uh that kind of establishment That's whether true. it's mediterranean or indian or otherwise so so have you found a place in like the fort worth area that you really like or nope. around oh, no. dfw really? anywhere yeah, not in Fort Worth okay. for sure, but there are good restaurants in Frisco, Plano, and Irving. Oh, yeah. That's part, that part of the town. That, that's but a real melting pot. Yeah, yeah, but not in Fort Worth. I've been trying lots of restaurants, but I wouldn't recommend anything in Fort Worth because it's not that spicy enough for me. Probably people who doesn't like spice, they would enjoy it. Right. But I, I love spicy food. I have to blow on my mayonnaise to cool it down. It's so hot. You know, I, I, don't, I don't do spicy. <laughs> oh, so I got to be careful. I'll yep. be up all night with heartburn. But I can, if, if I'm going to eat, like if we're eating right now, spicy Indian food, I'd be okay. Okay. But I, I, I would still be a little bit hurt. Like my insides would be a little hurt. Yeah, you'd have to have some ice cream or something. But I wouldn't be able to lay down for like eight hours <laughs> he's so not you'll be fine, <laughs> there is a way to eat indian food like you know that that's why like you know to just cool down your body sometimes mm-hmm. you can drink buttermilk you know people mm-hmm. drink buttermilk sure. and stuff so probably you'll be fine next okay. time we will go together we so. need some good indian oh. food here in fort worth i know right that sucks that the closest yep. thing's gonna be in plano what's what's your favorite place over there for indian food uh, I, I usually go to Kumar's and there's a restaurant called Anjapur. These are like the regular restaurant we go in Plano. And in Irving, I would say it's like a hit or a miss. Mm-hmm. So there, there was the same branch of Anjapur in Irving, but I think they closed. And yeah, so usually we go to Plano mm-hmm. to Kumar's or Anjapur. There's some pretty decent Mediterranean places here in Fort Worth. Have you been to any oh, yeah. of those? Do you like those? Yeah. Yeah, I, I eat all. Food is like how we connect mm-hmm. with culture. So yeah. I feel we love food, myself and my husband. So we are into food. We don't mind traveling even an hour to get a good food. Mm-hmm. So recent yeah. favorite mm-hmm. is Korean barbecue. Oh my God. Oh, every yeah? every weekend, it's been a travel to Carrollton. <laughs> we just go every Saturday. You wouldn't believe Saturday Are you or going Sunday. there after this? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow. yeah. Oh. Did we take priority over Korean barbecue? <gasps> no. Oh. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, oh, <laughs> I love Morgan. So when she reached out to me, I was like, yeah, I get to meet her. Because That's it's awesome. been like two years. Oh, yeah, because we did, we have, since um, Painting with the Twist closed during COVID, uh-huh. we had stopped. And then I came back for a few months after COVID. And then I stepped away from it. And then have you been back at all since? No. no. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, you were out of country for a while, weren't you? Mm, no why was i thinking well, she was gone during i thought during well i thought maybe that's why we had pushed it out um till march because i thought maybe i had out of town. i had a family over and oh. i was okay, super was. busy so okay. i didn't have time to do any art for the mm-hmm. two months i was like oh my god okay and then when they left i reached out to morgan is like yay i'm all ready okay that's what it was i just got it backwards they came in you did not leave exactly okay yeah yeah, yeah. And, and they still live in india no, they're from Austin. So oh, okay. They, they this visited is your, us. My so cousin. Walk me through this. You're, you and your husband met in India. Uh, <laughs> funny no. story. Okay. You want to hear our... Yes. Farm, oh, Farmersonly.com? Uh, <laughs> so, ours is an arranged marriage, right? Okay. So, really? Is, I didn't know that. Yes. 
Tell me all the things. It's oh, very common in it. Indian culture, though, right? Yes, yeah. that's very common. And I met my husband through a matrimonial side. You okay. know, like it's all about parents talking first and then getting the numbers and then we both spoke. And I met my husband only one week before my wedding. Oh, wow. Kiki, right? this blows my mind. I should have known about this. I need to ask questions. So okay. I, I have been doing, uh, we both actually, like, back and forth Skype calls and FaceTime and stuff, uh-huh. but not physically present, you know, like even right. for our engagement and stuff. So it was nice, but at the same time, a little tense. Uh-huh. Like how is he going to look in person, you know, like that. But it was nice. It, it's all worked together. Like, uh, yeah, right. it, now, it's nice. Now from a young age, did you know that you would do a, an arranged marriage? I don't know. You didn't know it at, at, at a young it, age? It just kind of, that's how it played out? Yeah, I would say it's like very common. Like yeah. if, if there is a love marriage happening, probably the families will not accept and lots of drama happening. I don't know. Like I've never tried that out. <laughs> so yeah, it just worked out. Like I wouldn't say all arranged marriage will work out, but it depends on people too, right? Like, yeah. 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 So, I think I, we got lucky. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So whenever, I guess, do your parents talk or how did I guess how how is it matched to where you are compatible in some way like for y'all to get that connection oh Does that makes sense so usually uh, if know. it's an arranged marriage so they start with the astrology part okay whether they, they, they have an astrologer they take my profile and his profile and they try to see the compatible things okay. and what are the good and bad things that can happen in future? Probably mm-hmm. they predict little. So like, it's not just that one person. Probably they will see lots of profiles, you know? So who's putting these profiles together? Uh, so whenever you're born, uh-huh. like there's like like astrology thing for you, right? Okay. So everybody has a profile there. So okay, yeah. And whenever they fill in, that profile has to be there. So for people to look at like the zodiac sign and stuff. So yeah. Okay, so is it is it the hospital putting these profiles together? No, like the ast- the priest and the astrologers, okay. like they come up with what time girl or boy is oh, born wow. and all that. It's like yeah, complex. So your parents and your husband's parents, yeah. they did not know each other until no. this was kind of nope. put together for them. So well, did those y'all, strangers? Did y'all both? I am so naive to this, and I'm so <laughs> intrigued. I promise we'll talk about art in a minute. <laughs> so, I guess what I'm wanting to know is, did y'all? But bo- I know here, like we have dating apps and Mm -hmm. stuff like that yeah morgan and i met on farmers only no we did not um (laughs) we met through mutual friends anyways uh dot com no (laughs) so it's okay so did y'all was it kind of like not a dating site but like hey i want to get married type thing or how did that work like yeah but but you didn't know that that was gonna happen no so there is this matrimonial site okay and in that whenever a girl or guy like the family pushes them to get married they Mm -hmm. will it's my mom she took me to the matrimonial site whatever she was like fill in your details so (laughs) is this site it's a website not a location and there is a location too you can go in person and fill out the details or just online she she was like grabbing me like come with me let's go you know fill it up how old are you I was probably 24. Okay. Yeah. She was like, you're 24 years old. Get married. I was like, okay, mom. (laughs) Yeah. And then she started, like, secretly, I think my parents started looking for profiles. And my brother will sneak in to give me, oh, look at this guy. You know, like, Uh no, I don't like him. You know, (laughs) just blunt answer. My mom will be like, no, this is not working out. Let's go fill it up. And we filled it up. And 
the f- there'll be questions like okay your name your pet name what are your likes just like the dating side you right. guys have okay right? okay so i've i've never seen a dating site before uh-huh. so i don't know what are the other stuff i mean it sounds similar similar okay. to the ones like you would probably pay for but not cheesy photos right no i mean on dating apps here there are you do have photos i mean i yeah. think it's based off of that first you know there in matrimonial side that i'm talking about people actually take pictures just to post for the matrimonial they go to the studio or like professional pictures uh-huh. and it's all you know like oh shoot posting. no here they're like selfies oh no no <laughs> self i don't when i was like i got married in 2013 so okay. those days i've never seen any selfie pictures it was all like staged you know right like, those are the pictures. they put some effort into this oh yeah total effort it's like family effort yeah, yeah. Now, not are, just one person are a lot of these and tell me to shut up if i get out of line either one of you but I, i'm i'm picturing some very cliche photos here i mean these are staged right like you remember the uh, what was it? Owen Mills or whatever photographs. Owen Mills. Yeah, yeah, it was a photo- just like a photographer. Okay. So, um, like they'll come in and you know you'll go to their location and they'll have like a, a couch and you can sit on the couch. So, so people would do wear like, like they'll they'll dress up and they'll do your makeup and things like that. It looked like shit. Like if you look at these photos. Hey, my from mom like, has a real good one in the in her <laughs> living room. Your mom was gorgeous. That's well, why. Anyway. Um, so they would dress up in just just awful shit, and they'd have their hair done up in the classic like oh, yeah, early nineties. Like, I mean, closer perm. to Jesus, oh. the better. Right, awful. No, I, I wouldn't say the photos would be that bad. You know, mm-hmm. It was okay. Yeah, but would would there be like some really cliche like oh, sometimes, Indian culture? Yes. Sometimes yes, and you know our culture, we wear sari. So my my picture was sari. So I love wearing sari. So my picture was now, what saris. Is that? It's a dress like like six meter like cloth wrapped around and it's like a traditional costume in india okay yeah so we wear that for our weddings and like all other stuffs and yeah it's 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 so pretty to look at like it's vibrant colors and so my husband's picture was from portland he was here at that time so yeah so he was i don't know what place like but it it was from a portland that's what he said whenever we spoke portland oregon yes exactly so you got the ocean behind him no it was like I don't know like it was a springtime so it was all greenery and God, flowers it's so beautiful there exactly right probably I fell for the scenery <laughs> just kidding and you ended up in Fort Worth Texas welcome <laughs> no it's beautiful here too but just oh, yeah. different yeah so y'all got matched and everything and then okay so it's just based off of the the site uh, yes. just information so was he yes. cur- I guess he was currently looking to parents parents were oh did he know uh at starting he didn't okay. but eventually he did you know it's always like that yeah <laughs> eventually he did and okay. i think like he looked at my profile and he said okay and that's when the family was like okay let's meet mm-hmm. i think it was immediately it was everything happened in a week you wouldn't oh, wow. believe my wow. engagement happened the talks about the engagement it was all in a week so june it started and july was our engagement and he was here and then and when was the wedding november oh wow Wow. Yeah. Less than six months. Oh, yeah. It, it was nice. I, I would say it was like an adventurous ride, but it, it was full of fun and happy, uh-huh. you know, like because of the family involved. Yeah. I could see everybody smile. Right. Pampered. Oh, that was good. So where did, did y'all get married? In India? India, yeah. Okay. So he traveled one week prior to our wedding and we did our wedding shopping. I did mine before because our weddings happen for three days or, you know, it's all mm-hmm. colorful and fun. Now that sounds expensive. 
That is. <laughs> yes, that is. I had uh, probably for our reception, we had 2,000 people. Oh, that's God. very common. How do you know 2,000 people to invite? <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that, that's very common though. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for reception wow. and it happens for three, four days, depending on culture and stuff. Mm-hmm. Probably even a week, you know, we have henna parties and, mm-hmm. you know, DJ nights. Oh, it's amazing. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. I had yeah. no idea about that. <laughs> Thank I you certainly, for teaching I did not think, I, I had no idea we'd get into this subject, but are there any other like crazy traditions that go into the wedding that our listeners need to know about that have never been to an Indian wedding? Um, so can I tell about my wedding? Mm-hmm. Of course. Okay, we had... So usually weddings don't have like the trampoline jumping thing for kids, right? Our okay. wedding, we wanted to... The bounce house? Exactly, the oh. bounce house. So we wanted to include everybody and, you know, keep our, the kids entertained and the adults and seniors, everybody. So we had like a chocolate fountain. We had like probably like a desert stand of 10 different desert and, you know, like and the henna people doing henna. And I had a chariot that... <laughs> <laughs> A horse chariot and Norish, that's my husband's name. We both were in the chariot, fireworks and music, wow. bands. It was crazy though. <laughs> yeah. But I wanted to have if I'm gonna get married, I wanted to go all the way. Right. That that's it. That was my rule to my parents. Like, okay, you wanna get married? I want this, I want that, I want that. They were they didn't say no to anything. I was like probably at some point they would say <laughs> That's enough. You Mom, know? I want a pony. Get me a pony. You're like just pushing it to see how far you can go. Exactly. And wow. a jet. I want a jet. <laughs> Probably if it was, was like they, they wouldn't have like, <laughs> yeah, it was fun, you know, like fireworks and it was like a fairyland, okay. you know, like it was nice. Yeah. Probably just for the three days I was living my life. So for those three days, did you, were y'all at a location? Were you at someone's house? Like where, so, how does yeah, this happen? So there is a hall we usually book for those okay. three days and, uh, close-knit families can stay with us close friends can do overnight stay it's like probably like a bachelorette kind of party mm-hmm. where it's okay. with the family and stuff it all crazy thing happens and so sometimes the wedding and reception can happen on the same day or it can go like the alternative days or like the next day it depends on every culture so okay in my culture the reception happened first and then the wedding followed by the next day so it was like a three-day event. So it was nice. We were there for three days. And on the reception, we, we actually came in chariot. It was it was fun. But at the same time, the chariot that we were in, the wheels were about to like come out. <laughs> I was super scared. Like, okay, I'm all dressed up. And you know, what happens if I fall down? Right. I have a habit of laughing if, if I fall down or somebody falls down. I know it's a very bad no, one. No, no, that's a healthy defense mechanism. No, I think I got it from my grandma. <laughs> she she just laughs when yeah. somebody falls down. I was like, don't do that. I think I saw her from my childhood and I got it. Mm. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it was contagious. I know, right? I was like, what if I laugh on myself? Like if I'm going to fall, people are going to look at, you know, right. like all the things happening. It was fun. Mm-hmm. And our photos were all, it was all like, oh a king and a queen dressed mm-hmm. up you know it was nice that's what i was aiming for and i got it so i was happy okay yeah last question i have about this subject are you and your husband were y'all from the same city your families yes okay yes. that was probably and another key factor right? exactly and the same language that we speak right because there's a lot of different dialects every right? uh state has a different kind of language Damn. oh wow and how many states are there okay you got me uh, right there <laughs> don't worry about it give me approximate 25 plus for sure okay 
Okay. So we're talking 25 plus languages. Oh, at yeah. least, at least. Yeah. There's probably four different dialects in some yeah. states. Yeah, so I can, um, I can speak Tamil. Okay. I, because I'm from Tamil Nadu, that's where I am from. So I speak, write, and I can communicate, you know, read and everything. But my mother tongue, like I, at my place, like my mom, I communicate with them different language. It's right. like Telugu. Yeah. So, and I can do English and I can understand certain language. Like there is Malayalam, there is Kannada, there is Hindi, which I can understand and I can talk a little bit, but probably I will not able to read or write. Right. So what is the primary language of business in India? Uh common language i would say english because really okay. yeah every everybody can understand yeah everybody can understand english there That's at wild. least a little words like yes no okay sure welcome and something basic stuff right, everybody right. can understand yeah so because that's how like we are connected so you gotta find somebody in your home city oh yeah dang that's crazy it's, it's not necessary though sometimes that people are the same uh you know mother tongue will be same but they're from a different state so they know that part of the language too so yeah. it's not necessary though but I, I think my parents were leaning more towards the same city so mm. that they can meet be sure. with the in-laws yeah. you know all that in-laws drama so makes I, a lot of sense yeah how much time do i have with you because I, I thought i heard somebody say 30 minutes no, no i just was, no 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 okay. you're good all right well let, now i know that we were probably aiming towards talking about your art today behind you if anybody's looking at the youtube channel they'll see a mural that you did at uh what's that place called? Sequest. Sequest yeah 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 and that's Sequest. in Ridgemore Mall and you did at, at least two did you do two murals there uh, I, I think I did uh, three or four walls there okay now the one I have pulled up right now well I remember that one because we we had done an event there with uh, another uh-huh. thing that I was doing and we were uh situated right there in front of that wall and that's the wall that you see when you leave sequest exactly and there is a circle. hall right there for the parties and stuff mm-hmm. so it is like mm-hmm. more accessible for that wall yeah. yeah well it's it how long does something like that take because it is very intricate there's so much going on in that mural yeah so it de- so my process for the the entire sequest murals like they told me like they want different uh, countries and different styles so they have like a pyramid and egyptian area this is like a texas area right and they had like a tropical area so i got to do lots of homework for this because i know this is texas i've been in texas for nine years but i've never seen a place like that yeah probably the place fort Worth i've never seen in the mural correct you've never seen that kind of landscape yeah Yeah. so i had to like research a lot and my friend madison she was working in sequest at that time so she helped me a lot with oh you know texas has this texas has that so i got to do lots of research and that helped me to paint that probably i would say a month or so but i didn't spend like the entire month there i would say like on a daily basis i spend four or five hours yeah that's it only on weekdays though so i would say probably 20 days or something you, you probably have people distracting you too right there's constant to traffic oh. right there. oh that's so cool and kids because <laughs> it was like a spot where picnics happen for a school well, and yeah. element people kids will be around and they're like can i paint you back know? off exactly <laughs> they, they also want to paint they will take the uh, paint cans and the brushes like please no no <laughs> and to tell you i'm scared of animals so imagine there were Are snakes really? coming Yes. Don't worry, Ruger's in the backyard. He cannot get in. I heard. Don't worry. So I'm I'm good. (laughs) Are you not a dog person? So that's a that's a good question. We did have a dog, but I don't know why. Like from my childhood, like we didn't have a pet. Right. But before I was born, my parents had dog. Right. So they are okay, I think. But I I'm 
I don't know. Like, yeah, I have strange stories with animals too. So that's why I'm scared. Yeah. But my friend who worked there, she made sure I have to touch the snake. Oh. I, <laughs> she made sure she brought a ball python out and like, Kiki, you oh, need to God. touch it, feel it. Oh my God, that was the scariest ever. Mu- that muscle was moving and I, I, I don't know. It's a like, weird sensation. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who would go jump it has to be step by step, like cat, dog, you know? <laughs> right? Directly Straight to a reptile. Like I was like, oh my! Straight God. to skinny wingless dragon. You need to have a little lap dog, and then you pet that one. Then you go to the bigger dog. Exactly right. I, I then I had to. I, I get. I got to feed the alligator, baby alligators there. That was okay because there there was like a wall. I was yeah, fine, yeah. but you know, snake was little. I would say that was the bravest thing I ever did. Yeah, I was I mean, proud of myself. It can one hundred percent kill you. Right. Oh yeah. Oh. One hundred percent. So actually, constrictors uh, like like that boa or the bald python or whatever. Um, that's the only snake that doesn't freak me out, but it it can absolutely kill you. We had a biology teacher at my high school, and he always kept a, a little paring knife mm-hmm. in, wow. his, in his desk drawer because he would take the snake out and he'd let it wrap around his arm because it's trying to get that heat right while he cleaned out the cage. Well, one day, and he knew this was a possibility, and it's why he kept that little knife there, that thing starts really clamping down on him. Wow. And it starts wrapping around his body. I don't think it was around his neck, but it, it started to do a thing. And he he knew that, th- so he spent an hour, maybe two hours, trying to calm it down, trying to get it to release. Wow. He tried every trick he knew. Nothing worked. So he had to kill that thing oh, no. in the biology class No. Oh. to keep it from killing him. Wow. So, and he had had that snake from, you know, a baby when it was a worm. And now it's like, <laughs> you know, five feet long. Right. So this was, this was a, uh, this was his friend. Yeah. See, that's <laughs> what I told my friend. See, according to me, everything is a possibility to kill you. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I was scared with the snake. I was like, what if like it attacks me? She was like, Kiki, I'm holding the head. You just need to hold the tail. I was like, okay that confronts me it, it was it's okay all connected I know, right <laughs> and i mean the way like, it was moving yeah. like that that was like i got goosebumps and it yeah. was okay but not okay at the same time and i've never touched a starfish she just picked it from the water she was like kiki hold it i could feel the little movement and i was like you know i did all that adventurous <laughs> stuff when i i did murals so i was i was brave enough to do it if I tell all this story to my mom, she'll be like, wow, you are scared of dogs and you you held a snake? <laughs> you did that? You did this? So she was surprised. That's awesome. Did you see the, the capybaras? Oh, yeah. Oh, they were, they were cute. They were so cute. They're and gross though, right? Correct. They look like really fat <laughs> squirrels. But I felt that they were so... Um, lazy even yeah. walking so i was okay probably they wouldn't attack me you know mm-hmm. like i was like sloth yeah you know? now they have a sloth i wanted to go pet what? the sloth yeah we didn't know i that. haven't so they had a i don't mean to interrupt you they had it like sloth like um i guess toys Exhibit. or whatever no they they had the toys and i'm like okay they have the, the plush toys oh. yes yeah but they didn't have it yet i'm like this is silly why do they have this and it's not here yet. whenever i visit the sloth is sleeping so i, I okay. didn't get to pet the sloth but mm-hmm. oh my god they have baby otters when when mm-hmm. i went last time they had baby otters in slot probably i wouldn't go to a to the otter place but slot yes because right. by the time the slot did a movement i'll be okay to just oh yeah, <laughs> yeah hold it. They you know I'll be, I'll be okay yeah. yes i the it's reverse for me the the fact that they move so slow kind of creeps me out really i don't know what it is it's like 
Because, like, it'll stare at you, and then it'll, like, slowly move. And I don't know. But you are ready <laughs> by then. You can you, you can just, like, pass it right. on. I'm like larger. Yeah, I could always, you know, I'm bigger than it. So I'm in charge, but it still creeps me out. And they got those crazy <laughs> little toes. Oh, there's two-toed yeah. and three-toed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Morgan knows they're all cute. about They're cute. I love those balls. darn things. They're <laughs> scary, <laughs> the toes. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're little claws. Are, those things are sharp. You would think, I bet if they could move really fast, they'd probably hurt. Just Yeah. Know, like, yeah. But, Oh, uh-huh. that maybe that's why God made them slow because they're so they just. I mean, can you imagine that well, thing? If it they was can fast? lock, so their toes lock, but and even they can it hang takes upside time down. to do that. What yeah, if like they even have their babies <laughs> hanging upside down in the tree? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how fast that works. It but is a, it's a weird. They animal. hang their toes and they lock, and that's how they sleep and everything. But exactly. that's also how they have the babies. I was like, I when I went in, I was like. This is sloth, okay, but uh, can I go in? Then the person who was guarding the cage was like, mm-hmm. no, she, it's sleeping. I was like, what? Sleeping in that position? Like, it's it's uncomfortable for somebody to sleep in that position, but probably they are made to do that Yeah, stuff, they're so. made to look like a coconut, kind of, oh, in I've the tree. About That's it. how they um, camouflage themselves. They crawl up into a ball, but they sleep hooked onto the tree, but they're shaped, I mean, it's obviously not exactly like a coconut but that's what they're made to look like so that way the predators don't see them oh interesting yeah i learned something new yeah i don't know i could go on about animal facts but <laughs> she could go on for for a while about sloths yeah too. but wow. um how so to care for them <laughs> <laughs> other than uh the sequest murals what um before before oh, go. i just had a question oh, because we were talking about go ahead. crazy sloths uh-huh. and i just wondered what y'all thought about Know, with all the different crazy animals we got and you saw a bunch of them at sequest yeah all the different reptiles and yeah capybaras and fish and starfish and snakes skink there was one blue tongue skink i had to pet the skink what is the blue tongue it, skink? it's a reptile i oh, guess okay. but it had a blue tongue i think it was called skink and it was like this big and my friend again like she had somebody in the reptile department to bring the skink out and she was like kiki you need to just use two fingers because they can feel you and touch i was like what you, you told me all the rules but i'm now scared to even touch it <laughs> you know she was like just use two fingers because i can feel you i was like oh my god okay and i touched it and it had the little movement and that's it i was like okay <laughs> i'm done i'm done I use with my two all. fingers i'm finished yeah that's it <laughs> so do you think with all that knowledge and all the weird things you've seen at Sequest and you're a world traveler so you've met lots of different Mm -hmm. types of people and is it possible that Earth our little convertible spaceship careening around the sun at 88,000 miles an hour is it possible that uh, this is a zoo like this is a collection point for all the different species and they just dropped us off here and we're just living with aliens from every planet oh yeah I'm there with you I always think there is somebody watching us all the time and we Mm -hmm. are like you know in a box <laughs> like probably we're i don't know toys for them and they're just trying to move around stuff i've thought about it if i talk something like this to my husband it's like you're crazy you're watching too much of science fiction you all <laughs> need to sit here and have a whole nother conversation this is well, all that's y'all. why discovery channel i don't i haven't watched discovery channel in a long time now you can get this kind of entertainment on like youtube and things like that but whenever you start looking at these documentaries of like say the amazon or just yeah. any kind of animal show mm-hmm. and they go and you can you can have a four-hour block of entertainment about a species like a certain animal right and their different characteristics and traits and things like that and it's just absolutely mind-blowing and then you get into plants 
and all the crazy shit that goes on with plants and then insects yeah all these different things and the fact that we haven't seen the deepest parts of our ocean we know nothing about outer space oh yeah my friend she wants me to go snorkeling with her she was like kiki you need to come but i'm like scared of water i don't know if i'm down for that either because it's just i've asked her what if a jellyfish sting me like Anything. i cannot do it like you know what if a shark attacks me there's no shark she she, she tries to comfort me with saying all the stories but yeah. i'm not there yet well, you know the to thing that snorkeling. keeps me out of the water is the barracuda oh have you ever seen a barracuda up close i have no mm-hmm. what was your barracuda story? whenever um we were in cancun uh my brother and I, we were snorkeling or I don't know that it was really called snorkeling. There was this boat and it had these cords and that was our breathing mechanism. Um, and so we had our mouthpieces and everything in our face mask and we had a tank, but it was all connected. So we couldn't get too far, but our instructor um, tapped on his tank and he pointed and I, of course, I didn't really know what it was at the time. Cause I mean, I was 18 <laughs> and then my brother was six years younger than me. And Philip, you could see like in his face, like bubbles just go, ah! <laughs> What? Like leaving because there was a barracuda. Yes, he was screaming. He was trying to get away because he was trying to catch so up to me. To does the barracuda attack? I mean, the humans or they will. They can. They're very aggressive. Oh my god. Yeah, they can. But I hope you didn't tell me that story. Probably no. I will now. Well, it's no, a here's big no to snorkeling. They were. I mean, it depends on where you're at too. I'm sure. But where we were, I mean, we saw uh, sea turtles and all different kinds of fish and everything. But I mean, he just pointed. It stayed far away. It never came towards us. And we just kept going. But at the time, I didn't know what it was until we got up at the top. And I'm like, why were you hitting your tank? Why were you pointing at this thing? And he was like, oh, that was a barracuda. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and Philip, he, he said, I might have freaked out a little bit. But it um, it was a fun experience. But I had no idea at the time. So I probably would have panicked too Wow. if I would have known. But okay. I think it's fun. It's interesting. I think the most, the part that you have to get used to the most is the pressure changes. Mm. When you're diving down further, it, it compresses. So you need to know swimming to go snorkeling. Yes, ma'am. I don't know swimming. Then we need to get you in a pool and teach you. Right? I'm just scared of water. That's it. Like, I don't know. Well, they do have um, areas where you can just, like, stay in the reef area. And you just float around and you just paddle your feet and you just look. And you stay floating um, on top of the water. but So you don't have to go necessarily True. snorkeling in the deep water because whenever uh, I did the murals for Sequest they asked me to do like the underwater coral reef I uh-huh. had to research on that I mean the eels that scared me like just to look at they were inside mm-hmm. they can sneak in just the head out oh my god that pictures itself scared me probably if I see one in real life I would have nightmares so if an eel terrified you a barracuda would send you to the nutty farm there, oh. uh, last thing I'll say about the barracuda and we'll move on they have an anticoagulant in their saliva. Wow. Do you know what that is? Something to attack it, you. Well, well, it keeps your blood from clotting. Anticoagulant means oh. that if it cuts you, it's not going to stop bleeding. Why would a goddamn fish have that? It's for the predators <laughs> to keep other things <laughs> yeah, away yeah, from yeah. it. But it doesn't want to just make you bleed. It wants to make sure that you don't stop bleeding. Yeah, wow. Well, and, if in the, cruel. and in yeah. the water, what does that do? If you're in the water and you can't stop bleeding, it things. attracts everything the possible shark. to attack you. Mm-hmm. That's oh. that is correct. Oh. So, for my money, cameras have gotten really good, and I can see all the wonders of the ocean from up here on dry land. Right. I don't need to get in that shit. Right. <laughs> I'm with you, Andrew. Oh, thank you. All right. Yeah. Y'all can be together. I'll be going in the shark <laughs> tank, um, in a cage, going down to see the animal. You silly. Now I do a shark tank. I yes. think. Now a barracuda could get through that, but at least I'm like in a contained environment. I think I'd be fine with that. That's, I think that's as far as I want to go. Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I'm good with aquariums, you know, like right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can yeah. see them on the other exactly. side of the glass and read about it, like books. That's good for me. And, and right? this is not a sea like SeaQuest is not a sponsor, but I I did want to point out that you can actually go scuba diving at SeaQuest, mm-hmm. right? In that little uh, what is they had stingrays, stingrays. stingrays. Yes, stingray I didn't do it. Aquarium. No, you can feed no. them. Did you feed them? Yes, I did. Yeah, feeding is Those okay because I just <laughs> dropped it. Right. My friend was like go just go even more little more it's like nope i'll just drop this it good. it's yeah. okay <laughs> i can i have done so many things that i didn't think i would do in my life so yeah. i'm okay and i'm happy i have stories to tell my kids so i'm mm-hmm. good right you're far enough I'm, I'm good well i love the fact that they're like oh no these stingrays are fine you know don't worry the whole uh, uh steve Irwin thing don't it's not like that these guys have been de- debarbed they cannot hurt you and i'm just like Nope. Okay, cool story, bro. I'll be over here taking pictures. I ain't getting anywhere near that. Same. I'm not getting Steve Irwin here. I'm just not. Right. Like, oh, that was so rare. Yeah, but it happened. It happened to somebody that we all know or knew. <laughs> right. So it's not that rare if it can happen to somebody that we knew, you know? Yeah. <laughs> true. Yeah. True, true. All right, Kiki. So when did you start participating in art? When Have you always done that since childhood and you just kind of progressed into doing murals at badass um, uh, aquariums? Okay, so I've been, do- I, I would say I've been doing art art my life mm-hmm. without me knowing I'm doing it. You okay, know, yeah. like probably like uh, my grandfather, he used to just sketch stuff on walls and floors and I'll be like, oh, okay, can you, can you draw a person drinking water? He will immediately start sketching, you know. Probably I got inspiration from him mm-hmm. and I didn't know that I can do good art. I'm still in the learning process, so I just learned. I don't from understand everyone. how you could be in the learning process still. You can draw anything. You are anyway. sweet, Morgan. But yeah, I, I mean, uh, whenever I, I teach too now, but I I learn from my students. So mm-hmm. I have like like uh, four years plus to seniors le- that I teach, but I learn even from a four year old like how they think. You know, that's that's mesmerizing for me. Like yeah. interesting. So I think I learned from my grandfather, and eventually, like I didn't know I had deep connection with art unless like I did want to go into a professional field like I worked in a media for three four years and I thought like this is not me what am I doing with my life you know like there's one point where you realize like this is not what you want to do and then um, like I just took like the bold decision to just quit the job and I started doing more art and when was this was this before you got married and moved to texas yeah exactly yeah Yeah, it was probably i would say like uh 2011 or 12 okay yeah something like probably a year or two years before my wedding going through a lot of life changes back then right (laughs) who would know like my mom (laughs) thought like are you sure like why do you want to quit your job that's like good job like i don't like it you know if you don't i believe like if you don't enjoy don't do it that's what I feel because you you will not do the job that you're working good and the output is not going to be good and I feel that's not okay and it's not that's what I felt like at one point like I was not doing justice to what I was doing so I had to like quit I I think I made a right decision so I'm happy wherever I am now like I'm a full-time artist so and then eventually I thought like, okay, why don't I start teaching? So teaching came all of a sudden, like overnight decision. So I know so-and-so things, like why don't I share this to people who doesn't know anything about art? So that's how I thought like teaching can help and I can connect with lots of people. I'm a more social person. So I like talking and, you know, getting stories and getting inspired with some other people. So mm-hmm. that's how I think 
uh, this teaching really helped and then i got married i moved here and i was like okay lots of id professionals lots of doctors lots of professional 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 i want to become an artist like probably like after wedding like i i spoke with my husband i mean he was like do whatever you want so i was like okay i think i wanted to hear that from somebody who i love right mm-hmm. my mom said the same thing like she was like are you sure you want to do it that was her first question but she was like do whatever you want so that boosted me to move on to the next step and my husband did the same thing so i think that support system everybody needs oh yeah that that will help you to be where you are that's what i feel and that's how i think every day i mean i i just keep learning 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 and um, there there was a time where like did i take a right decision to be a full time artist so uh i felt like then my husband was like you enjoy what you do so i think you took a right decision so yeah. again like the second time him saying that that helped me to realize like okay this is going to be me this is me this is my life and i'm proud to be an artist well you're almost a decade ahead of the power curve because i think now um after coronavirus and all this that we just went through mm-hmm. a lot of people are having that conscious like intentional talk with themselves like is this really how i want to be spending my time correct do i really want to spend my days working towards this profession if i didn't do that what would i do and i think a lot of people are are there's kind of a societal change right now mm-hmm. so you were uh 10 years ahead of everybody else but a lot of people in in highly professional environments it seems like those are the ones that jump off the deep end and go do something artistic or chase their passion or build their own little business. Correct. You know, they were in a high-pressured corporate environment, and they said, you know what? This is crazy. What am I doing? I'm just chasing money. Correct. And then they go and they, they go after their passion. And more times than not, um, you know, however you decide to measure success, they become very successful at it because they enjoy what they're doing. Correct. So, so That's awesome. That's good that you pointed that stuff. Because that was your point. because when i was a kid both my parents they were working non-stop so they used to go to work in the morning they come back in the night and i grew up with my grandparents it's all like joint family right Mm -hmm. so you get to learn lots from grandparents so i have deep connection with my grandparents like both sides so i think that helped me to you know go day by day without my parents being physically there for me for some times you know which i need probably looking at them working so much maybe i took this decision probably i don't want to be the same to my kids yeah you know but yeah if i tell this to my mom is like who paid you the bills for school (laughs) you know you need to do this but yeah 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 i love them but yeah that's that's the thing i would say that's excellent so you said you're full-time now so what are you doing with your art so i work lots of art fairs and stuff i teach a lot of online classes i have students from india and i have students in here like uh, six plus is the age that i start teaching and i try to so since i'm from india i want to do lots of indian folk art and and again like the art i like to connect with people so i teach kids and adults like the value of art and everything from the basics i know not every teacher they teach the way i do or i don't teach the way they do everybody has their own style right Mm -hmm. but i kind of like my style because i try to incorporate everything with current scenario and i try to give examples and you know with the kids probably they don't know what's happening in the art field i try to bring in all the stuff and you know this is this this is that like putting it plain out there this is the world if you want to be in an art world this is what you will 
go through and you know just blunt about certain things You're so they're mentoring exactly yeah. so because i had that kind of a thing when i was in my school one of my art teacher i mean probably i got inspired to be a teacher probably because of her because she did the same thing she'll be like if you're going to take this as a profession think about it you know you have to do this 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 yeah you know all that was so plain and blunt probably that hit me hard so i'm like that to my student probably mm-hmm. but i love them so because it's like time difference in india and here so their morning times would be our night our night right. would be there so i schedule classes accordingly for the indian students there and even i have local students here so that's how i think i i went more towards teaching where i can connect myself to the kids and adults and share my knowledge to them and and learn more from them too yeah so your reward system is highly geared towards education you really like helping people and mentoring and and educating and having fun with art yeah. and expressing themselves because i think uh sometimes they don't understand how fun art is and they take it very seriously like oh i have to be this to become a great artist no you have to just have fun yeah just enjoy what you do that's when you can create a good art that's what i believe if so i kind of feel like our emotions are connected with art if you're sad you are the same artist who can create different one if you're sad you'll create the same piece in a different way with different colors if you're happy you will do the same thing but totally different colors. I feel like emotions are connected with art. So I can easily connect with a person through art. So that's what I feel. So when I have that personal connection with a person, I feel I'm done for the day. Like, you know, I can sleep peacefully. <laughs> you know, that's you what I feel. You met your purpose. Exactly. That's what I feel when I can connect with people. Yeah. How did you get hooked up with Sequest uh, for the murals? So I was working in a studio as a teacher and mm. one of my friends she she was doing part-time job there and here You mentioned her earlier Madison yeah. yeah Yeah so she was like Kiki they want to do murals are you interested I was like I have never done murals before yeah. it's my first time She she had confidence in me she was like no you can do it you're going to do it <laughs> Come on next day she took me there I was like okay once I saw the big wall I was like oh my god I have to climb the ladder I have to do this that and I had all these calculations and again she said you'll be fine probably just that one word from the person you love that that matters a lot she encouraged me and she was like you'll be fine kiki i'll be here you know just to support you you do your stuff do your magic and i think all that encouragement i think it hooked me up and i i have no regrets to that like i have little sign up there so i sent pictures of whatever i did back in india to my students and my mom and they feel so proud i mean <laughs> i awesome. mean yeah i mean i feel so proud that they feel proud like oh okay i did something you know makes my parents happy so that's how i feel and i take all my friends whoever come visit us like you know what i will take you a place where you can see my artwork so i feel so that's happy so cool. when people go there it's like did you paint this did you paint that you know that that happiness in their face that kind of makes me happy that is really cool cuz anytime you have guests you can be like let's go see quest exactly you can see i feel like that and exactly and, and my art too. yeah that 5 year old who's happy to go into a candyland that that'll be me like every time like oh family my parents visited me in 2019 i was like they were stunned to see they've seen pictures in phone and you know all the video calls but they've never seen it personally or visually right so they came here i was like mom dad let's go there So they were like they had tears happy tears I was like oh my god I made my parents cry <laughs> <laughs> It was nice so, that that, is so yeah. awesome Yeah 
So do you have a studio or do you do the, all this from your house? House. And that's where you do your education online? Exactly, yes. I have a little setup where I, I have like two or three cameras where I do stuff and I can show like close-up shots and I teach all different mediums. What all I know, I, I try to teach what I know. I don't say like, oh, I can do that. If I don't know to do that, I would say I don't know. Right. I'm, I'm very blunt, so yeah. That's awesome. So do you, do you have a website where people can go check out your stuff? So I have a Facebook page and Instagram page. It's kiki.artful. So you can go there. Or you can, you just, so one of my students, she, she was so proud. Do you know Miss Kiki? You are like Google famous. I was like, what? I didn't know that. So she apparently, she went into Google and she typed my name and all my pages were li- uh, listed. I was like, oh my God. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, I want to become like you. <laughs> oh, that made me so happy, you know, because she wanted her name to pop up. And I never thought like my name would pop up like that. I was like, oh, wow. You've reached a new level of fame. Right. <laughs> but I want to create more, you know, like connect with more people and give what I know and learn eventually from whatever I see. Have you found that Fort Worth is a great place for uh, a new artist, somebody that's trying to get into uh, new projects, be involved with the community, things like that? Is Fort Worth a pretty open environment for someone? I felt, I mean, I still feel I have lots of good friends around me. They help me guide through a right path to meet new people. And whoever I met so far they were so welcoming I mean they are so friendly enough to accept you as an artist you know that's what I felt like there is no barrier to anything that you create here so I felt Fort Worth was is amazing you know I have lots of good friends I mean lots of beautiful artist friends like I never know like I would connect with them in this life that's what i feel like i feel so proud like morgan like i connected with her in in a studio where i was teaching Mm -hmm. i never knew i would meet morgan you know she's so sweet calm like you know have the beautiful (laughs) voice she'll she'll be like you know she'll come in and she'll have her own setup and stuff she's very organized you know like stuff you know when you meet people like in you will never know there's it's easy to learn a language it's not easy to understand a person and it's not easy to connect with a person but i was able to connect with a person through art so i felt like fort worth was like a second home yeah and i still feel that because i've been here for nine years now so yeah i feel weird saying that no nine years no (laughs) (laughs) so i feel like you just got here you've lived here a lifetime oh i feel like i've just got here yeah yeah i think i have to they say right you have to stay here more than 20 plus years to say you're home or something really that's a long time Dang. right <laughs> i've heard one person. I'm, I'm shy of that but i tell you what I, I really genuinely feel like fort worth is is where i'm supposed to be exactly i've traveled quite a bit myself and i've been to some incredible places but this is home this is always gonna people be are so friendly here they're so welcoming yeah. i have i Myself and my husband, we travel because we want to know the culture and food. Sure. We both are foodies, you know, mm-hmm. like we love food. So we Would want you? to, yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> we love food, like any kind. There's no restriction. At least I will try once at least if I want to say I like it or not. Same thing with my husband. So uh, with Fort Worth, I felt like it was same like my hometown, you know, like the weather is just the same and in my back in my place everybody are friendly i could see all that happy faces in here they're friendly hi you know if i go to a kroger or sorry like a 
store they'll be like hey how are you how was your day i mean that who would ask like a stranger how was your day like i was like that was so new to me whenever i moved here mm-hmm. and i asked my husband like i don't know them then why are you they asking me how am i and and he explained like they're so friendly and then i eventually <laughs> you know like i liked it so i started doing the same like probably you would light up somebody's uh, day on that day you know like say hey how are you yeah. what's up you know like somebody to just talk to or just say just hi probably that person wouldn't have said a hi in that day to anyone yeah i just felt like i've been to the northern part like new york and other stuff but i didn't like it the life was so mechanical robotic like there there was no smile in their faces i feel smile is so important on a daily basis even if you're sad just smile a little bit that day is good yeah i didn't see any smiling faces have you been to portland not yet isn't it is a good beautiful, place but it's like you're talking about it's it's like it it's so beautiful that mm-hmm. it's like it's a little bit overwhelming how green and flush and just rolling hills and ju- it's just beautiful and the people there are so miserable <laughs> everybody just has this look on their face like uh uh i don't know there's just no enjoyment there and it it's incredible to me cuz i'm i'm thinking you know this is this is beautiful yeah and i think i'm actually more or less talking about the people in seattle but uh i i went to portland uh on a day where the sun was out mm. and everybody was smiling wow and happy and and there were people in intersections that were no you go ahead no no you go ahead oh and i walked into a a restaurant me and my brother and uh we 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 go up to the bar and and the bartender is super uh, alive and just jovial and happy and smiling and and i said i gotta ask you something is everybody always this nice here in portland is everybody always smiling like this she goes oh no honey we hate each other but the sun's out (laughs) (laughs) apparently it's so rare that whenever they finally get that that flush of vitamin d from the sun that they never see yeah it just lights everybody up wow i think that's why the texas is always happy maybe (laughs) sun every time but yeah i I like you you run not everybody is walking around here happy yeah it's not a euphoric state but more here than in other places compared to other places yeah. i would say at least 50 percent people are happy yeah. in here yeah. yeah i feel like people will hold your door and say hello and have a good day and you're right i've been in new york and it it is not like that it, i was waiting for somebody you know to at least hold like you right. know like they just slammed the door i was like in the in i feel like they were always on a like a point to get to point a to point b exactly. it's how fast you can get there and i feel like they don't wear that that many uh, bright colored clothing right. it's very dark and when you're outside walking people are on their phones and constantly just trying to get places very fast oh, they don't do eye contact i've seen no, people they, they don't, don't do they eye contact down. and they just you know they're on their phones they hit you and they don't even say look at you and say mm-hmm. sorry they'll be like that's it and then all the car horns oh they yeah all <laughs> hit on their horns and i'm like you're at a red light no one can move why Correct. are you honking your horn Correct. that stressed me out walking around yeah, I just Manhattan, went there though. for the Broadway shows, but uh-huh. I wouldn't live there. You know? Yeah, I, I think it's great to visit. It is a different, pretty place, but no, I couldn't live there either. Same. I don't move fast enough. 
I'm like the sloth in that situation. I was about to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not the hummingbird. Not the the real fast. No, can't do it. That's why we like you, Morgan. You are like you. Well, same to you, Kiki. And I appreciate you coming on here. And I love just talking to you because even working with you, it was just always neat to watch you because you are very thorough in how you express what you're wanting, you know, your students to portray onto their canvas. And it just... I don't know. It was really calming. And I'm like, I want to be like her. Oh, thank <laughs> you. That makes my so, day. I, I was always, I always admired you and I still do um, just on what you're capable of doing. So I can't wait to see what all you do. Thank you yes, for seeing that. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Legitimately, I mean, whenever I asked Morgan, because I'm always trying to get Morgan to co-host. Mm-hmm. This does not happen very often. She's very good. She is. She's going to take your job. I know. <laughs> right? I, know. I, gotta, I don't think so. I gotta and there'll be a the day exposure. you will co-host with her. Right. Yeah. Maybe. Well, we'll probably start another podcast tell- about sloths or something. Well, no, I tell them, yeah. I'm like, we just need to have <laughs> an episode of just random, I don't know, curiosities and different random things, because I'm... I like talking about all different kinds of things. It's hard for me to talk about just one topic. Yeah. Well, we're going to so. have you on as the primary guest pretty soon to talk about LPC and the life of counseling. That's and awesome. Education yeah, we'll get there. and all that. So. Yeah, yes. Hopefully that's so. going to happen. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but, well, Kiki, is there anything that you want the listeners to know about your creations and your art um, that maybe we haven't talked about yet? So, yeah. So, uh, coming from India, so my art always focuses on colors because it's all bright colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, you wouldn't see any of my art having like a neutral monochrome or like very dull color. So I l- love working with bright contrast colors. So I feel when when you look at an art, you have to feel happy and you shouldn't feel sad. There are artists who create that kind of an art. I don't say that's wrong, but that's how they connect with the art. But my way of looking at art is like you have to feel happy when you look at it because you have so many stress in your life you have so many things why do people visit museums to look at art they want to connect right Mm -hmm. probably when you look at it like oh this is nice you know sometimes there is a smile sometimes there's a tears you you, somehow you connect with the art so I feel like I want to connect with my art like I create art so that I can reach people for their emotions I that's what I feel and that's what I tell my students too if you're happy whatever you do try to do your best don't don't think twice just go for it and opportunities are just one time knocking your door it doesn't come second time probably in a different way but not the same that's what Mm -hmm. I feel so I try to grab every opportunity I can to express myself through art being like probably I wouldn't have done this mural if, if it was not for my friend right probably I would have done an art fair if I didn't think I was capable of doing an art fair, you know, like mm-hmm. y- you have to believe in yourself. That's what I feel, even for an artist, like any other profession you do. And my art, I try to implement like Indian culture sometimes to my uh, art here through bright colors. And I try to tell my students, like, you know, there are these many art styles. It, it's okay to do just one style or it's okay to do everything. You know, I feel like just create to the fullest like there is no full stop create 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 unless you feel the day is going I mean the world is going to end keep creating that that's I keep telling this to my students and I believe in that too Mm -hmm. and I try to paint or do any kind of creative stuff on a daily basis at least for five ten minutes it need not be a necessity of full painting Mm -hmm. it need not be anything at all probably just sit like a random notepad just scribble something so it's it's about like emoting your 
expressions so probably that will help you like if you're angry that scribble can help you with that anger to calm down oh yeah they have it even in counseling you'll do um different colorings and exactly. pick up a color that makes you happy and then you'll scribble and when you're angry you press a little bit harder and that color is a little bit more vibrant on that page exactly yeah. i believe all that so i've never had a training like that but mm-hmm. i don't know like i believe all such things so i try to tell my students that too it's okay if you're not able to create there is an art- artist block every time you do if you want to break it you just have to be bold enough to you know step up your game and do what you like the best probably not an art eat food that's okay sleep that's okay you know i i tell this a lot to my students and i do that mm-hmm. so personally whatever i try and i've i've got succeeded i try my students to do that too probably that's not the same they want to do it but i just give them guidance to you know do whatever they want to do and i want to be a person where i can help people like somebody help me to push to my limits you know right. like there's no push limit barriers. Yeah. yeah so just go for it world is there for you you know just be brave and do whatever you want that's what i feel Well, I think that's beautiful. Um, speaking of your students, I know that you have a Facebook and you have an Instagram, but say if I randomly wanted to become part of your class, mm-hmm. where do I go to do that? Or do I just message you? How does that work? Yeah, they can reach out to me through my social media. I have my Gmail put up. They can reach okay. out to me. That's how people like usually have been contacting me. So yeah, if anybody wants to learn, they can totally reach out to me and we can work together. Sometimes I get, hey, I just want to learn oil painting. Okay. My question is uh for those people like okay oil painting is something you have to do in a well ventilated room and all the things that goes around it's not good for breathing so are you okay to do all that you have any problem because I wear mask to do oil painting because mm-hmm. the fume that comes from the paint that's not right. good for the health so I would first try to educate them what it is so that they understand probably they would be like oh oil painting I can do all this I can do all that but probably they wouldn't have knowledge what it is you know so right. I always usually t- I'm just I just tell ev- everything from my side and in spite of that they want to do the class I'm, I'm like open to teach them so right. yeah so then do y'all just set up a time from there exactly and availability of that uh, their timings I'm more flexible so like we can work around because I uh, like I do morning classes here but uh, I'm in the night classes for the students in India and other mm-hmm. part of the country so I work around with the time zones and all that too okay and I do henna workshops. Have you done henna before? I've had it done on me, but I have <laughs> not got to play with it specifically. Yeah, so I teach henna and I okay. do henna for parties and weddings here. Really? Yes. That, that's that's lucrative too. Yeah. We found out. Yeah. <laughs> we we went and anyways, we had it done on my hand. I mean, I didn't realize you had to wait so long for it to dry. So I was walking around. I was holding a cup because it was on my hand. Uh-huh. I was holding a cup to make sure I didn't move and I didn't mess it up. So we were just walking around. And I <laughs> yeah, it takes at least it depends on the body heat. It takes okay. at least like minimum 15. And it was to, cold that day. Yeah. Oh, it would definitely take minimum half an hour to yeah, 45 minutes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but the stain after henna something is very relaxing for your mind and body mm-hmm. because the essential oil that we mix in henna, I mean it 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 actually helps you to calm down. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's something like I teach here and I do lots of workshops and and I give like a little henna kit for them to take home and try it on themselves and all that and I teach Indian traditional art so people Indians who live here like if they want to learn Indian traditional mm-hmm. art they can reach out to me too so do you have like I know you say you do these workshops is it just based on people 
telling you, hey, I want this? Or do you have it listed that people can just go sign up? They can go sign up every now and then. Like I will post on my uh, social media pages about workshops I do okay. and about the classes I do. And sometimes like the shows I my paintings are like uh, I uh, I have certain paintings like uh, in the Flying Squirrel. It's a coffee shop in Mansfield mm-hmm. and it's a dirty job brewery in Mansfield. I have certain paintings displayed there. So you can see my paintings like in and around Fort Worth. So that makes me happy when, you know, a person buys your painting, you know. Right they really like it and they can connect with it. So it's all about connection. So I feel like once the person gets connected to the art, there's nobody there to stop them to buying it. Mm -hmm. So I try to create something a person can connect. So I I think that uh, that as an artist helps. And with the students, I always tell them too, like, you know, try to do something that you connect first so that somebody can connect with it. So that's what I do. So yeah, if they want to look at my painting somewhere, everything is listed in my social media pages and I have a link tree uh, link there so they can go in and they can look at it. And I worked with 18 or 19 artists all around the world and there's a book uh, called uh, Female Collective uh-huh. uh, in Amazon. You can go buy that too and you can see two of my paintings listed there too. That's awesome. Yes. I'll make sure I have a, a copy of your link tree uh, in the show notes for this episode. Yes. You mentioned a Gmail account. What's your Gmail if they want to contact you directly? So it's kiki.artful at gmail.com. Okay. And I'll make sure that's in the show notes too. Yes. So awesome. Um, earlier we were talking about I was trying to get to a point. I, I lost track and then we ended up going somewhere else. We were talking about you being a co-host and how awesome you are. But the point I was trying to get to was that whenever I asked her to who, who would she like to bring on the show so that she can talk to them, uh, you were absolutely the first person. It didn't take her a second to to say Kiki. Yeah. So she was she was really oh looking forward to God. this. That is so sweet. Yeah, so whenever we were trying to get it together, I wanted to make sure that it happened because I just, I think you're a beautiful person and you have a lot to tell and I just, I wanted your voice to be heard oh. and, and to sit and talk with you because I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's been two years. I know, oh, I it's been too you. long. Yeah. Now, y'all, Agreed. you and your husband are welcome on the show. Come talk about your art or whatever. Sure. Anytime. Probably he can talk lots about like ID professionals and I see. He, he uh, yeah, IT professionals, yeah. and he loves books. He reads lots of books. Probably, <laughs> if you are into books, he. Can. Oh, we are. There's yeah. a stack of them right there. Oh. We have authors on all the time. Yeah, yeah. You would see a contrast in my character and his. Probably, if you get a chance <laughs> to meet him, you will see like probably the way I talk and him him talking will be like point to the you ask a question answer will be delivered ask a question answer will be delivered probably not very towards the different topics here and there but yeah he's a very interesting person i, too. I can pull it out of people we've had people come on the show before where you know the first 20 minutes it's like you said you know ask a question get an answer ask a question get an answer and it's it's difficult yeah. to do that and have this kind of flow mm-hmm. you're you're great oh. like you you're I it's thought easy I would, to have a conversation easy. with no. you. Oh, okay. But there are people that you got to keep working with them, keep working with them. And then about 20 to 40 minutes in, they start loosening up. Yeah. And, and then, you can't get them to stop yeah. talking. So that's, and that's what you're That going was me, for. right? You oh, were like, you were from the get Two minutes in. Yeah. We couldn't get you to stop talking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's here we perfect. are. It's over an hour. So wow. I think that, I mean, you, you talk beautifully and it's it comes easy so i think this dynamic worked really well thank you yeah thank you <laughs> thank for you. coming on the show do you have any other big projects coming up so i am planning to do lots of art shows going forward okay. so i'm going to try and reach lots of museums mm-hmm. and galleries local fortwood galleries cool. so that they can accept my artwork and i'm the recent project that i worked was just doors and windows so i think i'm like 
going crazy with doors now. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, because in Fort Worth or in Texas especially, I didn't see any colorful doors. Like everything is so neutral, like brown, bland, yeah. Yeah. you know, beige or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I felt, you know, colorful doors will make your day happy you know yeah. like because of the color again mm-hmm. you know i've been working on projects with doors and windows and mm-hmm. all the textures and stuff so that is my recent project and i'm trying to do more of that and probably i i want to do a book illustration so probably in future you can see a book illustrated by me and oh that's awesome yeah i've been asking my husband to write a book so that i can illustrate so mm-hmm. he's very good at writing and stuff so I I would like to work on that project more and if I could reach a person who does a book a uh, release or something I could uh-huh. I could try and be an illustrator so that's my next step okay cool. my work yeah So if somebody has a business with a door or a wall would you be up for that Oh yeah 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 Then <laughs> okay. get you at your Gmail and they can look in the show notes for the links Yes and see your art and do you mind if I use some of these uh, pictures to promote this episode? Sure, you? sure. Very you have cool. lots of, if you want anything in specific, I can send you over pictures too. Probably still most of it off Facebook, but if you'll, I've, I've got an email you can send them to, media yeah. at Sure. Sure. Um, then I can put up what you want me to show yeah. rather than me just arbitrarily going into your social media and stealing shit, which I'm known for. You can do it. (laughs) That's okay. All right, Kiki. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. And uh, like I said, you and your husband are always welcome to come back anytime you want, talk about what you got going on, or just come hang out with me and Morgan. Thank you, Andrew, and thank you, Morgan. Thank you for being I was a little nervous, but Uh, now I'm like all eased up, and I'm I'm good. Yeah, you see what I'm talking about? It's so easy. I know, right? And we have people all the time are like, I don't know if I'm going to be any good, and I'm nervous. It's just a conversation. My first worry was, how do I sound my voice? You You sound beautiful. Yeah, Uh, you you. can hear. (laughs) Right? So I was asking my husband this morning, like, probably I should record myself and hear myself. Probably (laughs) I just sound You don't want to do that. Because honestly, the first time, I don't, I don't. In any format, whether it's a voicemail or when you hear your own voice, for whatever reason, everybody has this reaction. You're like, oh, God. Well, that's like, like you hate hearing your own your voice. Phone, most people. When you make the greeting of, hey, guys, it's Morgan. Thanks for calling. Please leave me a voicemail. You delete that probably four or five times. <laughs> no, your have. voice is so sweet. Mine is so bass. You know, like, uh, probably if I say hello, people would think twice to like what kind of a voice is that you know that kind yeah, of but a no, you voice. have a that's very interesting that's that, just what exactly. you think you have a beautiful voice okay <laughs> <laughs> no right. I, I think the same thing but no beautiful as always thank oh. you for being here thank you all right well until next time and fort worth roots we will see y'all next monday thanks for joining us bye A huge thank you to our guest today. Kiki, thank you for being on the show and sharing your story with us. We hope to have you on many, many more times. Ladies and gentlemen, you can find Kiki at at kiki.artful on Facebook. Uh, Some of her other links, and you can find this in the show notes. Her Gmail is kiki.artful at gmail.com. And her Instagram is instagram.com forward slash kiki.artful. So if you can remember kiki.artful, you can probably find her just about anywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for bearing with me. We have been trying to pump out these Thursday episodes along with our already full schedule. I keep telling people uh, Fort Worth Roots is a Monday release podcast, but we are trying to get these Thursday episodes out to you every chance we get. I fell short this week. 
it's been a rough week. <laughs> uh, but we got it out this Friday, so uh, hat tip to you. Thanks for waiting. Um, that's it. I've told you everything. You already know about River Oaks Car Show. Please come out and see me. Stop in for just a little bit. It's going to be fun. I'm going to be there. You know it's going to be a great time. Our boys over at Squad STX. That's squadstx.com. And that's it. I don't have anything else to tell you. I hope you guys got a chance to put uh, Art Goggle on your calendar uh, this year. It's going to be a really cool deal. They've been closed down for two years for coronavirus. So everybody's really excited about this one. Check out uh, Art Goggle if you get a chance. Y'all are the best. Thank you for being here. I will see you Monday. Bye-bye.